Hello, everybody. Welcome back to A Scale for Thoughts, episode number nine. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for not forgetting about the podcast. I know it's been a while. It's been a month, two more weeks than usual. I try to upload every two weeks, but this time it took it took an extra two. And today I want to sh- I want to share why it took me an extra two weeks to to upload an episode and what I've learned from taking this quote unquote break, unintentional break. I didn't really mean to take a break. It just kind of happened. And then I decided to label it as a break. And I decided to label it, label it as a break because it was in a way something that I don't really get to do often at all. My dad was here in town for two weeks. He came to help me with some of the rental properties, doing some painting and sealing windows and staining floors and things like that. He was here to help me out with that. And I'm so grateful he was able to come. And we were spending a lot of time together. And um, I just decided to fully embrace the time he was here. I decided to just put school in him first and just fully, fully enjoy my dad being here. Cause I don't get to see my dad that much, maybe two, three, four times a year. We get together for maybe a holiday or they come and visit or we go and visit, but it's never like more than three days or more than like four times a year. So more than three days at a time or more than four times a year. So having him, having him here for two weeks was amazing. And I decided to just fully dive into my dad being here. And I'm glad I did. I don't regret it at all. And it was so, so much fun. We had so much time together. We cooked together. We shopped together. We worked together. We had so much time to talk and explore each other's points of views and have very productive conversations. And I'm really, really, really glad I did that because I might never get to do this again with my dad for the rest of his life or my life. So I decided to really take advantage of the fact that he was going to be here for two weeks and, and just really wrap myself in that moment and, and enjoy it. So that's the reason I took the break, the so quote unquote break. Now I want to talk a little bit about what I learned from taking this break. If you are like me, you might be able to relate. when you decide to commit to something, you really want to push yourself as far as possible. And this podcast to me is a commitment, a fun commitment. I enjoy podcasting. I enjoy talking. I love when people tell me they relate to what I said or they picked something up. That That's the purpose of this podcast. And eventually in the future, I want to use my platform to give you guys a voice. So if there is something that you would like to talk about one day in the near future, my mic is will be on here and it's it's here for you as well. So um, back to the commitment part. When I realized I wasn't going to have the time to to podcast, I was disappointed. I was like, what the hell? I said I would do it every two weeks. That's more than enough time. What's going on here? Find the time. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. I literally could not find the time. The main reason I couldn't find the time is because my dad is here and he was carless while he was here. So that had a lot 
to do with it. The time that I did have free was basically driving him around to point A, B, C, whatever, right? So, and that's fine. That's that's what allowed me to, and that's what I learned. That's what allowed me to take a step back and appreciate the fact that I was going to have these moments with him, these drives, these times, whatever we, whatever he needed me for when I had a free time, I decided to fully embrace that and enjoy those moments with him. And if you are a person like me that you commit and, and, and you set yourself to a certain standard, I think that's great. I think we should all do that. It's, it's a challenge and I think it's a beautiful thing, but this quote unquote break taught me that there are things in life that are worth putting that commitment aside and it's not going to hurt it in no way, shape or form is me spending quality time with my dad going to hurt the fact that I, that I didn't upload, upload when I was supposed to, or when I told myself I would. So when you feel like you are falling short, take a look as to why you are falling short, because that reason could be worth it. Now, if you're falling short because you're being lazy, because you're procrastinating, like all these, all this, all this other noise. Okay. That's different. And that, you know, figure it out, figure out how to get out of that funk. Cause it's a funk when we fall into procrastination, when we're being lazy, when we do all that, that's, that's a funk. Let's get out of it. Let's see, let's see what we can do to get out of there. Let's figure out why we got there. And then let's figure out why, how we can get out of there. So that's different. I'm talking about moments in life that you possibly could not get back. That's something that I learned. I learned to reevaluate what I have going on and, and what's worth it and what's not. And if I should feel a certain way about falling short or not because of, of whatever the situation is. <clears throat> Another thing that I learned as I was having these thoughts, because these are things that I'm constantly thinking about, um, or that I was constantly thinking about while he was here, when I was trying to figure out like, how am I going to record? How am I going to do this and that, you know, maybe I can, you know, all of that. Right. So I'm thinking about all that. And at first I was feeling a little disappointed. I was like, oh, man, like I said every two weeks and it's not going to happen. You know, you start negativity starts to kick in and not in a productive way because there's some negative stuff that can be productive and then there's negative stuff that just is not good at all right so um i started to be a little hard on myself about it i started questioning myself a little bit and in, in my in my plate my, well my plate is so full and and um and yeah just just questioning my my skill and my time and my time management can I really do this? Should I have really done this? You know, you start, you start questioning yourself. And so I did that. And as it goes on, you know, thoughts are just flowing and flowing. And my thoughts go all over the place. And then I thought to myself, it's not a bad thing to be hard on yourself. It's not a bad thing to to question yourself, like, Hey, what's up? Like, what's going on here? Why are you not doing this? You said you were going to do it. What's up? But only you can do that to yourself. 
Only I can question myself. Only I can be hard on myself. Only I can be disappointed in myself. No one else has the right to even think that towards me. No one should feel disappointed in me. No one should be hard on me. No, absolutely nobody but me because it's me. It's my journey. It's my schedule. It's my time. It's my emotion. It's me. It's me. It's mine. I'm the only one that can do that. And it's okay to do that because when we are hard in our, on ourselves and when we feel disappointed in ourselves, that push us to get, something pushes us to get out of there. And eventually we do. We figure out what we need to do, how we need to do it, and we do it. And then it feels so good and it's so rewarding when we figured our way out of those negative moments of that that dark moment that we were having. So, and me not uploading for two weeks was a dark moment at all. Um, I wasn't like, ah, oh, come on, you know, like I wasn't that 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 like disappointed in myself or anything for not uploading on the two week mark. But it, but having those thoughts, you know, makes me have more thoughts and more thoughts and more thoughts and more thoughts and ended up having that thought that I just shared with you. The fact that we are allowed to be disappointed in ourselves. We are allowed to, to be hard on ourselves, but only we are allowed to do that as a person. Nobody else should be allowed to be that way towards us. And we should never, ever be that way towards some, someone else. Everyone is going through their own shit and everybody's going to figure their own shit out at their own time, at their own pace. And it's up to them to feel how they want to feel about themselves. So that, that I ended up thinking so much that it took me to that, to that thought. So I thought it was important. I thought it was a, a good train of thought that I had. So again, I wanted to weigh it in with you guys on this episode. And another thing that I learned was that it's okay to tweak things around sometimes that to better assist ourselves and assist others that we want to be there for. Um, and for me, it's the podcast, right? Because all these thoughts started because of me not uploading on the two week mark. And I don't know if I have shared with you guys or not in the past, but this podcast is not scripted. I don't really have like written paragraphs of what I'm going to talk about. I'm not reading off a of paper or, or anything like that. For some episodes, I do have like pointers because then I'm scared to go off subject. So I look, I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't talked about that yet. So wrap it up so you can get to that topic. Right. So I, I'll do. Sorry, trying to make sure my computer stays. OK, Um. So I do do little things like that, but it's not scripted. It's not pre-recorded months ahead of time. It's really in the heat of the moment because I'm constantly thinking about stuff. My, my thoughts are constantly going all over the place and elaborating. And, and it excites me to come share them with you guys, to turn on my mic and, and share my thoughts with y'all. So this quote unquote break kind of, taught me to be okay with maybe pre-recording some content to have for those moments that I'm going to be really busy to still be able to assist my goal because assisting that goal is going to make me feel good and assisting you, my audience, because those people that reach out like, Hey, I didn't see an episode this week. What's up? Like, okay, I, I won't let you 
down and i know you're not let down or anything like that but i'll still be there that that day that you expected me to be there because it's something that i said i would do so it complements both things it complements my goal my achievement makes me feel good and it and it's and it complements you guys it's there for you guys the the content is there and and you get to enjoy it so it allowed me to consider that and to be okay with tweaking things a little bit and not not necessarily sticking to my way of doing it which there's nothing wrong with the way that I do it. I find more passion on recording these episodes in the heat of the moment than recording them ahead of time. So now I'm in the point where I'm like, hmm, how can I seek some passion when I want to pre-record something? So that's going to be challenging and that's good. You know, I want to challenge myself to do that. Um, so that's another, that's, that's something else that I learned. And I'm just happy um, that I ended up taking that time off. I'm happy the thoughts that went through my head um, throughout this time um, because it turned on some light bulbs and brought comfort to my heart at the same time. Spending two weeks with my dad was a beautiful experience while also having light bulbs go off like, hey, it's okay if you do this. And hey, only you are allowed to feel this way. Like these are things that came up and, and, um, and I wanted to share them with you today. I wanted to share them with you today just in case um, you are battling with, oh, I, I got to let this go because this is here. Or or not necessarily battling, but also to encourage you to weigh the pros and the cons and how worth it is this, is this thing for me to put my time aside or put my commitment aside and really put my time on this side of, of, of the scale, right? And... Um, and maybe it could be totally worth it. Also, uh, the, the being hard on yourself, the being disappointed in yourself part, it's not necessarily a negative thing, but again, it's only you that is allowed to do that. Remember that and tweaking things around being okay with like, okay, yeah, this is the way I, I like to do it, but there's probably going to be times where I'm going to have to do it another way. And that's still going to be good. That's still going to make me feel good. And that's still going to be a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with tweaking the situation around a little bit. So those are three things that I learned throughout this, this break that I took. Um, I hope these three, three thoughts of mine help you. I hope what I weigh in with you today helps you elaborate your own thoughts and, and, and helps you make certain decisions or, alleviate some pressure you've been feeling regarding any of those things because essentially that's what I record for to relate to connect to encourage and I hope this episode did that for you so thank you so much for tuning in today I hope you're having a wonderful wonderful day and I'll catch you guys in a couple of weeks peace
Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, a minute and eight seconds. All right, let me start it over. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Scale for Thought, episode number 10. As promised to you guys, I think I might have mentioned it, but as promised to myself, I wanted to have my first guest on my 10th episode, and she is here, Dee. Hi, everyone. So Dee is here today to share her journey as being vegetarian or vegan or whatever you want to call it. She's not a big fan of labels, as and we all shouldn't be. I kind of like that about <laughs> you. So um, she's going to here to share why. She's going to share some benefits and uh, share some products, too. And most importantly, she's going to share how she stays on top of her diet, which I don't know about you. I don't like the word diet. It's more of a lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, but she comes from a Mexican background. Like I do. She's from a border town. I'm from a border town and I'm interested to see how you get through the holidays and all of that. So that's, that's going to be interesting to me. So let's first dive in into why, what happened in life that you chose to, you know, not eat meat anymore or stay away from Break it down because I don't really even know how it works. Yeah. Um, so since I was little, I was never really into meat. Like I didn't like the nerves and chicken. So I would avoid chicken. And in beef, I mean, we didn't buy the highest quality beef. So a lot of it has like fat and all that stuff. So I really avoided um, meat in general. I didn't wasn't a huge fan, but I ate burgers, all that stuff, pepperoni, things like that. Um, as I got older, I just learned more about health benefits. And I started leaning more towards like advocating for just healthier eating, clean eating. And it kind of led me on a journey of eating more veggies and kind of shying away from wanting to be a part of like, you know, what happens to an animal, you know, mm -hmm. at some point you do have to see that you are a part of, you know, the killing and the slaughtering and them being incarcerated really all their lives. So, um, when we had our son, we went out to eat lobster and um, he they put a crab in front of him and he was super excited. He thought it was real and he thought it was alive. It was real, but he thought it was alive. He touched it and noticed, realized it was dead. I think he was like two years old and it scared him. It really did. And so like at that point, we kind of started, you know, it, it kind of gets you thinking. And we had already started slowly taking out certain meats because we weren't, you know, beef is, is not very good for your health. It is cancerous. So we started incorporating that less into our diets. And yeah, at some point we we're just like, we don't really need meat. So we just kind of cut it all off. Wow. That about Micah, that's sad. Yeah. Because Alexander has seen the lobsters at Central Market. They have them right there. Oh, yeah. And he says he wants to get one. And we, we explained <laughs> to him what was going to happen. Yeah. And he was kind of like, nah, y'all are messing with me. And he, I, that's the look in his face. I don't really like lobsters, so we're never really, or I've never had it. I don't know. But I don't want to know how to cook it, so I'll never be able to show him how it really Yeah. <laughs> but, like, at my dad's ranch, he seen like the meat hanging before oh, man. Yeah. and he's like hmm you know and then how do I teach because that my dad's a cowboy mm -hmm. so I agree with you I'm not with the whole like how they have the cows the chickens that shit oh my god yeah that shit is so hard yeah it is so trying to kind of show him that and then he's like well wait but it's gonna the, the cow's gonna die yeah know? so Anyways. And kids get attached. I mean, they just, they have a different, they're just different than adults. Like, I mm -hmm. think they're more connected to, to that, like, nature of the animal. So, 
it's just different. And I, I mean, I do highly respect people who are willing to like go out and hunt and do their own mm-hmm. stuff. I think that's a completely different situation when you're willing to go out there and do it yourself and it's free roaming meat versus, you know, having them yeah. encaged and enclosed. And so, I mean, unless you're really willing to buy like super high quality stuff, but either way, at the end of the day, you're raising animals just for the, for them to die. Yeah. And profit. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, okay. So we've talked a little bit about why so mainly because you have a degree in health health Mm -hmm. nutrition too not specifically nutrition but health health and i'm certified personal trainer okay so when when you're when be sharing information guys like she's not just saying it like because she saw it on tiktok or instagram (laughs) (laughs) she's saying it because her degree is in health. I'm sure she's been exposed to tons of books, tons of PDF files, tons of research that backs what she's saying today up. So keep that in mind because I think that's important. Sometimes we consume so much information that we don't even know yeah. what to take in, what to leave. Yeah, and it's overwhelming. So I hope that this episode is not overwhelming to you, which it won't be because the, the information she provides for, to, for you guys, it's going to be like, it is legit. So... Um, so we talked a little bit about the why. Now, like I mentioned earlier, D comes from a Mexican Hispanic background. So how do you, like if you were telling somebody who's maybe transitioning their diet or is thinking about it, like how do you stay on top of your game like during Christmas or Thanksgiving? Because I could not <laughs> like that ham for Thanksgiving. Oh my God. Uh, yeah you know how do you i mean to be honest once you start getting into it um you find foods that taste very similar so like for christmas we made um menudo and instead of it being like um with meat we put jackfruit and it literally tastes the same we've done tamales with jackfruit and my husband it gets to the point where my husband's like are you sure these are the right ones like are you sure you're picking out you know the ones that are vegan and i'm like yes these are vegan 100 percent it's just a matter of like how you cook things. You really don't have to eliminate things from your life that you like. It's just about, you know, transitioning it into something that you can feel like, oh yeah, you, I feel good about it. You know, it's completely clean and there's always something that you could do about foods in order to feel good. And it doesn't necessarily need to be processed meats like, you know, Beyond Burgers. <laughs> you can, we can go past that and, you know, still be eating really healthy foods. Yeah. So you said Beyond Burgers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beyond Meat is in like a lot of things now, like fast food restaurants, a lot of those places that are rolling out some new vegan options. Most of those are Beyond Meat. And so what's your opinion on Beyond Meat? I mean, I don't think it's necessarily bad um, if you do it once in a while, but it is highly processed. It is highly processed foods that have a lot of chemicals in it. So I think that if you're eating it regularly as a vegan or as just a, a person in general, it's the same for any kind of processed foods. It does end up hurting your health in the long run. So we do it if we have to, and we're on the road. We'll get, you know, um, Carl's Jr. has Beyond Burgers. Um, Burger King does too. So we'll stop at some places that do have options for us if we literally have no other option. Wow. You know what? Earlier, before we turned the mic on, we were talking profit and <laughs> how, talk, how companies make tro- uh, a lot of uh, profit off of things like this. And, um, 
I follow a lot of like financial advisors, advisors and stuff. Mm -hmm. I try to get into the market and crypto and things like that. And beyond me was like a huge investment for people. A hundred percent. And it's like, their stock is so high compared to like four years ago. Yep. And they said when they first came out, they were like, we're not going to be a profitable company. But I knew when they first came out, I was like, we should invest in this because you can see why. And a lot of people, it is more, more people are transitioning to plant-based. Plant-based is a huge topic right now. So that's why these huge companies are willing to put that on their menus because they know they're making money. Yeah. Panda Express now is starting to test vegan options too. Wow. But theirs is more tofu-based. They do have, they're going to have like... Um, orange chicken style that's mm -hmm. beyond meat too so you know they know that there's money there to be made so just kind of watch it with those um processed yeah just like it, it goes for the same thing like eating eating too much of anything tends to be bad for your health so yeah. avoiding processed foods whole foods diet is always the best way to go okay like the whole 30 um not i mean just beans rice you know okay very whole, literal, very literal, literal whole, whole foods, foods. Yeah. okay i was thinking veggies of like that fruits. Whole country, whole country. yeah right. okay. i mean i haven't looked enough into it but yeah literally whole foods just eating as much things not just necessarily raw but eating the, your veggies eating your fruits just having that being the bulk of your food you'll feel 100 percent different you don't have to necessarily cut out all of your meat and i think that's a thing that a lot of people are nervous about it's always when you make a change where you're expecting to just remove the everything from you and that's that's not the best way to make changes as you slowly incorporate like we slowly took out beef we slowly took out chicken we slowly took out the eggs because the eggs was a hard one we that loved eggs say, yeah I love it. we it's just good. started like you know what? we're gonna buy better quality eggs and yeah. then moving from there to being like it's fine we don't need eggs we now have tofu so like we do breakfast scrambled with tofu and it's literally the same thing like we've fed people and they have they have no idea, no, idea. <laughs> no they have no idea it's any different Wow. Yeah. I get actually my, my parents have chickens in their mm. home. So oh, that's different. Yeah. That makes me awesome. feel great. Yeah. <laughs> my dad brought me so many eggs this last time he came and he brought me meat because he had just mm -hmm. taken care of Oh them. yeah. <laughs> it's very, very yummy. But um, yeah, the eggs is a hard one. And he brought me a lot of eggs because he was like, you guys eat a lot of eggs. I'm like, yeah, we do. And we do buy like the high quality ones, but at that, it's it's expensive. Oh, yeah, it's super so. expensive. So once you see how expensive it is, you're like, I mean, we started being like, you know what? We can do without it because it is super expensive. Yeah. If we ever get to a place where we have the space for chickens and they're rescue chickens and they happen to produce eggs, like, I'm not going to leave that food to waste. Yeah. But, and I'm not going to, like, you know, slaughter my pet at that point <laughs> for me. But, you know, they can die a natural, healthy death and that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So... And you mentioned, I think, I don't think you mentioned it right now since the mic's been on, but when we were like setting up, you mentioned that your family is really supportive, which I think that's really important. Yeah. I mean, it took them a while. Um, they do still like rag on us and stuff, but uh, when we started, a lot of our siblings, like my husband's daughter, sister, daughter, his sister and his brother were already like, they started doing it too his mm -hmm. cousins as well so since it was a couple of us kind of doing it at the same time um they started taking that into account whenever they had family dinners or whatever and even to this day there's sometimes they're like oops we put consomme chicken consomme or whatever and we're like oh it's okay like we'll make our own thing so at this point it gets to time like where we either prepare we know to take our own food 
or we just have a conversation prior and be like, Hey, what, what's available? Or we go fed, you know, it's not, it's not too big of a deal, but for Christmas, um, they were working with us to see what we could eat. So it's worked out. Yeah. Cause that's hard. And then I don't know, like how it is with your family, but sometimes I feel like Hispanics were so hard on each other. Like, ah, yeah, no come carne, mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> we healthy you know and you're just like okay yeah we're just really trying to live a healthy yeah. life here like, i'm doing my best okay yeah i'm <laughs> freaking heartburn at 40 okay? literally like god so okay that's awesome that you have a supportive family um my next question was going to be uh the benefits that you have seen throughout this time because how long have you been doing this it's already been a couple years i think it's like on our third year this summer will be our third year. Wow. Being like fully transitioned to veganism. Yeah. Okay. And the biggest benefits you would see in your body, your everything. Digestive, 100%. Really? Like when our family would come into town and they would stay with us, um, they all said that they were pooping so much better. Like Beautiful. I know that's like, <laughs> I know that's like so, but 100%, they would, they're like, we have been going regularly and it's comfortable. That was the biggest transition that you'll see almost within, you know, a day or two. You'll you'll have your uh, much less constipated. Um, yeah, your it'll be a lot better. And then energy levels, like you can within the week, the first week, you'll feel your energy levels just skyrocket. And I know a lot of people were like, yeah, I have energy at first, and then I start to feel crappy. But those are the people that tend to be just eating like only pasta or only fries you know what i mean not actually eating a, a healthy diet so yeah yeah you end up feeling crappy but yeah if you're eating whole foods and you're taking you know drinking your water you'll feel a lot more energy than when you are on necessarily like a meat or carnivorous diet yeah you know that's funny that you said that about the poop first <laughs> of all i think your poop says a lot of our poop says yeah a lot it does yeah and my dad, he was here for two weeks. He was staying with us. And the way my parents eat to how we eat is completely different. Yeah. And as much as me and my sister get on to them, like they, they listen. Yeah. You know? But I told my dad, when you come, I, I was actually worried about that. I was like, fuck, like my dad's not going to last. He's not mm -hmm. used to this, you know? And um, like my dad is the kind of man that after he eats like a big old steak with maybe some grains. <laughs> um he's gonna have like some cookies and coffee dessert. for dessert right yeah and like i don't do that like our plates are 75 percent veggies and then a little bit of meat mm -hmm. so he had to deal with that and it was fine like he didn't complain i was so surprised but i think it's because my mom wasn't here <laughs> he didn't feel comfortable complaining for dessert i would give him like a greek yogurt with like some strawberries almonds something that my dad probably never even had greek yogurt yeah he's life. like all right i'll take it <laughs> And I remember the one of the first things he said a couple of days, he came out and he was like, Ay, que rico hice el baño. Yeah. I was like, you see? It like, makes a difference. It makes a difference. So I can imagine from like where we're at to that, that's probably even like another Yes. Level. And we have, so diabetes runs rampant in our community. We know yeah. that. It's like a huge problem. And that's that was one of the biggest reasons why I started getting into health because I saw my grandpa literally getting his toes chopped off from diabetes in Mexico. So like my grandma died and she had so many different diseases just associated with the same the same problem. And that's something that I really wanted to avoid. So that's what really kicked my health journey, especially after high school was like, I want to be healthy. Like I want to feel good. And mm -hmm. you feel different when mm -hmm. you are, you know, doing different things when you're taking care of yourself, you really do feel different. It's hard to explain when I try to explain to people, but you do. Yeah. 
Um, and so, yeah, with when my grandparents would come into town, when my mom comes into town, they would literally be able to reduce their medication. Like their insulin intake had to go down because they were waking up with their sugar much lower than they usually were. Wow. So like literally you see it, they were losing weight. And it was not like because they're starving. It's just they were losing weight because yeah. they were eating differently. They were taking more walks. Our grandparents got to the point where they were doing mile walks in Virginia. And that's not something that they can do. Like, so they were doing walks. They were reducing their insulin intake. It, it just, you see these huge differences and it happened with our aunt. Like it happened multiple times with everyone that does come over because they respect how we eat. And I mean, we were, we cook for them. Like, yeah. you know, you come into our home, we want to cook for you, we want to care for you. Yeah. Um, we want to welcome you that way. And I mean, if you want to eat whatever you want to eat, that's totally fine. But they do respect it and they enjoy that they're being cared for. And yeah, you would see a big difference. And they felt a big difference within just, you know, a couple of days of being with us. Wow. My dad lost seven pounds while being here. Well, yeah, like. <laughs> And it was probably literally all like waste that was sitting in his stomach. Just probably waste, yeah. And my mom was saying that his belly looked not as bloated. And mm -hmm. I'm like, because the amount of sodium, like there's just so much. But anyways, um, it was it was nice. And he's coming back, so I'm excited. Love and it. my mom now is making like white rice instead of like the Mexican rice with the consomme and like everything. I'm like, those little things make a big, big difference. So yeah, it does. I'm excited for my dad. So a lot of benefits it sounds like mm -hmm. yeah for sure so for people who are to kind of wrap this episode up for people who are not vegan or maybe not even thinking or are thinking about it or whatever what are some products that you would recommend to just incorporate in your daily diet like you recommended um coconut sugar in one of those posts yeah so i use that now and i like it yeah i i like it and but I think that was from like a fertilizing aspect more than which. Well, just the, it's like a more natural sugar versus yeah. like a chemical sugar. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things that you can do. I mean, slowly transitioning, at least if you're going to still have meat, buying higher quality meat, it'll make you think twice about eating meat as much or just reducing like um, how many times you eat meat a day. Like when we first started our health journey, we were eating chicken twice a day. Like yeah. it was like breakfast, we had like six eggs and then <laughs> lunch and dinner, we had like rice and veggies and chicken, you know, mm -hmm. because they tell you like protein, 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 which is a little bit of a myth too. But that's for another day. Um, we definitely need it, but not in the qualities that a lot of people are, are thinking. Um, so yeah, I would, I would definitely transition to like just higher quality foods. Um, if you can do more vegetables and if you can buy organic, it's always best to buy organic. Um, and I try to always buy my products as far as like makeup, body washes, all that, um, purchasing vegan products or cruelty-free products. It's always a good place to start. Um, and yeah, just not putting too much pressure on yourself. If you want to have a change, just slowly incorporating more things into your, into your diet, like adding a little bit more water or like you said, having your more of your plate be full of, of veggies mm -hmm. versus having, you know, grains or whatever. It, it just makes a big difference. Yeah, it really does. Um, anything else? um that you would like to share no i think that's everything but yeah if you definitely want to start the journey um you know give yourself grace definitely take take some steps and then if you take steps back that's totally fine too just continue moving forward as you learn new new information um take it in and leave what you don't like take what you do like but definitely testing testing things out and seeing how how you feel about it yeah and i actually want you to share like I'll, we'll put them in the link you can send me some links and i'll add them to the link of this description to the episode but like some reliable resources because 
like I mentioned earlier, I feel like there's so much information out there being thrown at you. You don't know what to believe. And it's very overwhelming. And sometimes I think it can be discouraging to people. They're like, nah, fuck this. Like, yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Right. Yeah. So maybe um, like that book, that lady, maybe oh, yeah. her link, her TikTok link or something. Tabitha you know? Brown. She's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she's so cute. And she has great recipes. Yeah. So that um, obviously your link to because you have fun workouts and stuff like that so um if you're in the san antonio area because you train still right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i have a personal trainer that's call, my business yeah. yeah call d um she'll help you out with diet do you do like diet plans and stuff not yeah. just training yeah meal plans workout plans i do in-person training and through through video so you don't have to necessarily be in san antonio if you want to work with me i'm definitely available just send me a message Okay. And you can literally just text her or DM her. Any, mm -hmm. I always DM you like random questions. Actually, I've been meaning to ask you this one and we can close <laughs> it with that. Yeah. Because my mom and my dad had never read a nutrition fact label. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> when I told my mom, I said, look, this is the amount of fats. This is what you want to watch right here. I said, you and dad, right? Please just start by watching your fats and your sugars. Start there. That's mm -hmm. like a big step. And she's like, and then I'm like, mom, per, it's going to tell you the serving here, the serving size per cup, per tablespoon. Like it's not just the that. whole thing. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I broke that down to her, but what I'm having trouble with. So there's three different kinds of fats, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which are saturated, unsaturated and like monosaturated. And which one's the ones that are super bad for you? Saturated. Okay. Yeah. The saturated fats are the ones that like build up in your and clog your arteries saturated mm -hmm. okay because it has like some it has like a total amount of number but it doesn't add up to those two so i'm like is it is the number missing from the other kind of fat i don't know um no that's, i mean whenever you're reading the nutrition label i would just focus on the percentage i think it's easier to focus on that anything that's like if you see saturated fat over 20% that's a lot so okay. like any anytime the percentage is over 20 30% you have to consider it so if the sodium is at 20 30% the fats at 20 30% um you really want to consider if you want to have that that option you know what wow I mean? see I learned something new because I always look at the grams mm -hmm. it's kind of harder to con like conceptualize the grams but when you know it's like 30% of your whole day's sugar it's kind of like oh that's a lot like you need to rethink whether or not you have space for you know anything else that you want to have in your day yeah okay cool so we can leave it there um thank you for being part of my first you're my first guest i love so it i'm yeah. so glad we got to do it. we talked about it for such a long time i know you were I'm like so one glad. of the first persons i reached out to and we said i had, think i mentioned it's going to be somewhere in february when i released yeah the episode. so yeah. it happened in time so thank you d for being here thank you guys for tuning in uh don't forget to share this episode subscribe to subscribe to the podcast and i'll catch you guys on the next one Awesome. Peace.